Hello everyone, welcome back to the Yukon Internal Medicine Ambulatory Podcast. Today we will discuss an approach to skin rashes seen in the primary care setting. Number one, definitions. A rash is a change of the human skin that affects its color, appearance, or texture. It can be localized to a specific area of the body or be generalized. Number two, clinical manifestations. The history and physical examination of a rash are crucial in determining the most likely diagnosis. History should be thorough, starting with the understanding of the chronology of the rash. When it began, did it start suddenly or insidiously? Any precipitant conditions, trauma, contact exposures, for example, poison ivy, location of the rash, progression of the rash, For example, centrifugal spread, which means the rash starts in the extremities and then spreads to the trunk, or centripetal, in which the rash starts in the trunk and then progresses to the extremities. It is essential to understand the primary skin lesion, such as vesicles, papules, macules, hives, nodules, pustules, and others. Another important clue is distinguishing solitary lesions versus grouped lesions. For example, Grouped lesions are seen in herpes virus infection. The dermatomal distribution, which means the localization in only one side of the body, is an important feature, particularly for herpes zoster infection. Exposures are very relevant. A special interest should be taken for insect or any other type of bites, bedbugs, scabies, and other arthropod infections. Exposure to chemicals such as nickel and other metals is vital in the setting of contact dermatitis. New chemicals such as soap, shampoos, and others could be the likely culprit of such conditions. Animal exposures are essential for certain types of infection and allergic reactions. Therefore, asking questions about such exposures is relevant as well. Also, consider new medications, modifications of therapy, and history of medication allergies. Finally, It is crucial to ask about accompanying symptoms, given that history can provide important clues. For example, a young patient living on a university campus who develops headaches, neck pain, and fevers, and refers having a petechial rash, would highly suggest the presence of meningococcal meningitis. The past medical history is important. For example, a patient with a history of asthma, seasonal allergies, or eczema as a child would be prone to developing allergic or atopic dermatitis. In addition, other immunologic conditions such as psoriasis can be considered. As you can notice, history is crucial in identifying the most likely culprits of a patient's rash. In addition, physical examination is critical since the rash's characteristics will help narrow or differential diagnosis. Number three, physical exam. For examination, several considerations are important. First, a thorough investigation is vital, and having a patient wear a gown helps to facilitate the inspection of the lesions. As previously mentioned, the identification of primary lesions is essential. One can assess if a rash is vesicular, papular, macular, and so on, providing relevant diagnostic clues. Secondary changes of the skin can occur after the primary lesions have appeared, For example, lichenification or prominent skin marks can be seen in patients with chronic eczema. Configuration of the lesions is described as the shape of a rash. For example, if the rash is circular with central clearing as seen in fungal infections, serpentigenous shaped in cutaneous larva migrants, linear, morbiliform, 
etc. And finally, a distribution consists of where the rash is located and how it has spread throughout the body. Numerous conditions can cause the skin rash, and using our history and physical examination is the foremost step in diagnosing these conditions. Unfortunately, due to the extensive differential diagnosis, we will not cover this in this podcast. However, we hope that the considerations described in this episode on approaching a skin rash help you assess these patients more systematically. Thank you for listening. Please follow our podcast in Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. We will see you in our next episode. Goodbye.